Welcome, Clarice, to the Box of Random Podcast, where sound is made of color. I call my voice being, uh, let's say green. You get green? I get green. He traditionally likes green over other colors. You can have black, because yeah. you're heartless. I am the wind. <laughs> like the wind! The black wind. <laughs> oh, my goodness. heart is, is a swirling vortex of blackened wind. I got the wrong chair this time. Yeah, it's shameful. <laughs> So, I've just got the swivel chair that I use at the computer instead of the... If our quality is lower than normal, then you know exactly why. And because just... of the chair. Yeah. And by extension? <laughs> it's always my fault if the quality is lower than normal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the audio engineer. <laughs> so, we've been playing Breath of the Wild a lot for research. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've almost run out of stamps because I've been marking everything I want to mention. Like, just take note of and make sure it's trying to capture the world as well as I can. Yeah. And, okay, real quick, I want to talk about something related to Star Wars 8. It's not about Star Wars 8, but it's a story, including it. So we were at church, and then after church, Tanner was talking to one of the, one of the kids, other people, and he loved Star Wars 8. And we were he was talking with him about all the reasons it was terrible, and he was completely disagreeing with, and I don't think he had valid points. But, you know. A little biased right there. <laughs> you disagreed with me? You are an infidel and an ignorant savage. Okay, and so apparently, a little before I came into the conversation, Tanner was talking with someone else in addition to this other kid, and they said, he was talking about the fight scenes being awful, and they said that they were uh, trying to make it more realistic than the previous movies, and I wish I was there because I, when I heard that, I laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah. For almost a minute. <laughs> it was just first off, it's Star Wars. I don't care if my lightsaber fights are realistic. They're, They're not, not supposed, supposed to, to be. be. You can use the force to accelerate yourself in and out of the air, and it's a lightsaber with nearly no weight. You can't hold the so the blade. It's, just, it's not going to be realistic. And no, they weren't. <laughs> they were just bad. It wasn't a different preference. It wasn't a different focus. They were just bad. Yeah. I wish George Lucas were still directing these. Well, because he cared. Yeah. Disney does not care about Star Wars. It's just money-making. George Curse Lucas... you, Disney! <laughs> it's his project and his passion. Disney does not care. It's just to make money. Yeah. And, okay, they're a business. I just hate it. The magical kingdom. That's all about cash. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Nostalgic exploitation and cash. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think they're remaking all of the old cartoons as live action? Ooh. <laughs> what? Apparently people were freaking out over there being a white guy in, in um, Aladdin. Um, yeah, even though he's a new character. Yeah, I don't really understand that, but whatever. It's not going to be the same story, and the Disney Aladdin is not the classic Aladdin. No, Aladdin, the original story of Aladdin was Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> and he had two genies. Desert China, by the way. <laughs> Deep in the Chinese desert. <laughs> there was a pit full of genies. That would give you and then, infinite wishes. And the and original Lamps Adam. are more powerful than rings for some reason. And he kept Jafar, from, well not Jafar, but Jafar's, the Jafar character's son, the king's advisor's son. He kept them, from, him and Jasmine from being married forever and ever by teleporting Jasmine out of his, the room every <laughs> night so they couldn't consummate. Yeah, so they couldn't <laughs> consummate the marriage. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I prefer the Disney's version of Aladdin, yeah. the character. And oh, Aladdin 3. Oh. I'm sure we talked about this before, but it's so good. It is. It's really good. Um, I, comment I, if we haven't said anything about it before, because we can, we can talk about it. 
I've, I've talked to several people, which may or may not include you, about how I actually prefer a lot of the Disney sequels to their original movies. Like, and I may or may not be biased, but I liked Little Mermaid 2 better. I liked Peter Pan 2 better. I liked Lady and the Tramp 2 better. I did not like Aladdin 2 because it was a cheap cash grab, but Aladdin 3 was really, really good and at least as good as the first one. Toy Story 2 was really good. Yeah. And Toy Story 3, both of those. Um, I didn't like Toy Story 3 as much as other people did. It was fun and I enjoyed it and I liked it, but not as much. Kingdom Hearts yeah. was awesome. Like the Beauty and the Beast companion. I never particularly liked it. I'm beginning to not say his name. I don't think we have a name for him yet. Onyx. Okay. Onyx. He's weak to the water. <laughs> well, actually, two it's reasons. <laughs> Our neighbor brother named Onyx. <laughs> two reasons. Neither of them involved Pokemon. <laughs> He's married to foreign redhead. Well, not foreign. I can't remember exactly, but we have local redhead that's married to Captain Unicorns. And was it Idaho redhead or foreign uh. redhead? Redhead abroad? I don't know. Uh. Anyways. <laughs> Redhead the first. There we go. <laughs> They're the ones in Japan. Parents to Flower Power and Guy Hero. <laughs> oh, good stuff. So Tanner was talking about Breath of the Wild and playing through again for research. And he just was trying to get into Hyrule Castle for the shield just so he could go shield surfing because it looks so dumb. You don't want to use it. Yep. Just like you get the mining sword for mining and lumber. The mining lumber lumber sword. Yeah. For wooden rocks. <laughs> just... The Master Sword is so disappointing in Breath of the Wild. And the beams aren't even good. Uh-uh. <laughs> as soon as we get it, I wonder if I can throw it. Immediately <laughs> <laughs> try to get rid of it. Uh, man. I've been playing Fire Emblem Heroes again. Just a bit. I, I always log in every day, so I've been able to continue summoning. Yeah. And I was not able to get loot, sadly. And, but I got one character who cannot counterattack, but cannot be counterattacked. <laughs> counterattacked. 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 Say it right. <laughs> uh. Nope. Fine. D is for Listexia, and D is also for Dooku. Dooku <laughs> and Dooku Tree. <laughs> and Dooku Scrubs. The Deku Tree was so annoying on Breath of the Wild. He was like, even I have my limits. And it's like, no, you, even my patience has its limits. No, it doesn't. You are a millennia-old plus a tree surrounded by forests that not even <laughs> Ganon can get through. Bull crap. You are patience. That's the point. You're a tree. <laughs> he's literally right, in it, right behind Hyrule Castle. And he's like, even my patience has its limits. And it's like, what? You could be doing anything right now. And here you are sitting. Doing like, nothing, sending no one, helping no one, doing no good. And you're complaining about me being gone for a hundred years after trying to defend the entire world by myself. Okay, got it, good, great. <laughs> Wonderful, I love you too, man. And then he just makes fun of you. A <laughs> hundred years ago, that you would have been able to pull out the sword like it was nothing. <laughs> the world's about to end and you're the only one who can stop it. And you can't pull out the sword. <laughs> so funny. The useless sword. Um, The only thing that can stop Ganon. Except the silver arrows and other things. Yeah. Literally sticks in the team. <laughs> Literal <laughs> sticks. Per er, not Paris. Avery beat him with a Korok leaf. It was great. And disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> with only like two of the divine beasts, too. I know we talked too. about that one. Well, part of it is he used Urbosa's Fury because he had no weapons <laughs> after going through Hyrule Castle. It was funny. 
Anyways, so the Pruffle Turkey's fun. I've been, <laughs> been having a lot of fun with that. I've been posting stuff with the tag Pruffle Turkey Wisdom. Hashtag Pruffle Turkey Wisdom. Uh, it's one word. And I don't know if you can tag multiple words. I don't think so. You have okay. to be like hashtag Pruffle Turkey, ha hashtag Wisdom. <laughs> but every time I read them to someone, they start laughing, so... <laughs> I, I feel like it's working pretty well. So go check that out um, on Twitter. <laughs> at Box O Random. Capital B, capital O, capital R. No spaces. But Or just check out hashtag Borp. B-O-R-P. Other things actually do come up. Yeah, uh, with <laughs> most recent stuff, though. But um, you can combine that with Pruffle Turkey Wisdom. I'm pretty sure no one uses Pruffle Turkey Wisdom. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> if anything else comes up when you search Pruffle Turkey Wisdom, please tell us. That would be, that would be great. amazing. <laughs> Just because it's funny. I've been playing Radiant Historia more. And at level 37, my dedicated healer has just learned greater heal. <laughs> What's the next level in that game? No idea. 200? Because <laughs> that seems like the scaling they're going no, in. No, he got a lot. Of, it, it's, he gets other abilities for supporting and stuff. Like, he is the only one so far with magic boost, which is insanely good. My main party, because they're kind of designed to be the main party, is Stock, Rainy, and Marco. And they're the only ones who are reliably there when you need them. Stock's the main character, so you're always him. So far. Probably. And then, Rainy and Marco are the ones assigned to work with you. They are your best friends and trusted colleagues. Not Steve, quite best friends. my best friend and trusted colleague! <laughs> you act- Rosh is actually your best friend. But they're the- he's busy being a, a military commander. So you go with Rainy and Marco all the time. Because you're the best. <laughs> Rainy's the- she has a spear and a and magic, and she just got MP regen, which is amazing. So my party is now self-sufficient. <laughs> Stock is the main character, so he's got tons of attack hands. He can heal, but he doesn't have much magic. He can cast fire, and that's it. Marco's the support, who has defense up and magic up, and he starts with area heal, which heals your whole party, but doesn't heal more. And then he has... He's one of two characters who can actually pull enemies forward. <laughs> Everyone else so far... Ha can push them back. back, and Stock can go left and right, and Marco can go right, and Rosh can go left. But other than that, it's just push. <laughs> Which is more important than pull, because pushing them to the back makes them deal less damage. Pulling them forward makes them do more damage, you deal more to them. But the number of enemies that that's an advantage is very small on hard mode. <laughs> yeah. They just do too much. Yeah. Yeah, I have to push them back. So, let's talk about dinosaurs. Dinosaurs? <laughs> okay, so, actually, funny thing there. Go on. Uh, well, not really funny, but, um, the girl I tutor. Okay. Uh, she, I'm gonna just call her, um, I don't know, actually, never mind. Um, she was, she was doing, like, an extra little book thing that she was okay. doing, just a bunch of activities, because she's not getting any more homework for the rest of the year. That's cool. Neither is the younger boy, but, um... She, one of them was like a creative writing thing where she had to write about dinosaurs using specific words about them. I was like, ignore the words, just write a story. And instead she just rewrote Pete's Dragon with dinosaurs and a girl. Okay. Oops. <laughs> and she knew, I didn't even catch on until she said something because she it was like, there was a lonely girl. Or no, once upon a time a girl's parents died. Then a dinosaur came instead of being a friend with the dinosaur. She starts her stories like Brogan. <laughs> with tragedy. <laughs> her stories pick up where Brogan's leave off. <laughs> And then he died. <laughs> and then his son was left alone with a dinosaur. Or his daughter was left alone with a dinosaur. Uh, I haven't seen Pete's Dragon in so long. Uh, was it the old one or the new one? 
The new one? I okay. think. I don't like that one as much. And I don't remember how much I liked the first one. I don't remember the first one. I thought it was a book. Well, it, I think it is. Oh, and okay. then there was an, a movie adaptation, and it was a mix of animated and live action. You know, where huh. it just has the animated characters running around in the live yeah. action world. And the dragon was animated, and I don't think anything else was. Maybe fire, but... <laughs> <laughs> the dragon and its fire. No, they just had some guy with, like, a flamethrower that they just walked around and put the stuff over, <laughs> put the dragon over, and he then was they went wearing green. He had... They, they painted the flamethrower green and covered the guy up with the green fabric. So there's just some guy walking around town with a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be good. It's okay, it's for a movie. <laughs> we can do what we want, we're from Hollywood. <laughs> I'm a YouTuber, I do what I want. <laughs> oh, All you need is some bread and some other stuff. Two slices of bread and some other stuff. Everybody knows how to make a sandwich. Surprise, I'm in challenge. <laughs> oh, man. Love you, guy. <laughs> That's how I feel. Love you, guy. <laughs> It's just the one fan. It's mostly haters. <laughs> yeah. No, there's just... So, Tales of Symphonia is good. Yeah. And I got Japanese copies of the GameCube and Wii ones. <laughs> so, once we homebrew our it Wii... It may take a while to beat it. You know, longer than normal. <laughs> just talk to everyone, interact with everything, eventually <laughs> you'll figure it out. The worst part is that... Oh my gosh. You got rejected. <laughs> it doesn't have a lot of the furigana. So a lot of the kanji they expect you to know. That's superscript with the hiragana, which is the phonetic writing. So a lot of the kanji they expect you to know. I don't know a lot of the kanji, so I'm gonna have trouble reading that one. I don't know kanji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but I do have Pokemon Coliseum, and that one does have furigana. Nice. So, I was watching a YouTuber, and he's a he's a British guy living in Japan, and he was talking about some things you should really not do in Japan that are just etiquette, like don't eat while you're walking, which is weird. Everybody eats while they walk, that's bullcrap. <laughs> <laughs> one of the advertisements, what, one of the advertisements on a street <laughs> sign was, isn't walking and eating great? <laughs> Maybe it was just the part he was in, but he said, if you do, you'll get just disappointed stares. <laughs> but he was saying that if you don't take off your shoes before going inside a building where they have the raised step and the shoes to put on, the slippers, mm -hmm people will get very upset with you. And he told his story about how his friend, they were going into a public bath and he forgot to take his shoes off. And this little old Japanese woman charged him and pulled him back onto the lowered section and yelled at him to take off his shoes. Oh my gosh. No, I got more stairs for sitting down and eating on the side of the road on a bench than I did while walking and eating. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, it probably was just the part he was in, but it was yeah. just funny. And he... One of the other things he said was, learn the kanji for male and female. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you know nothing else, learn the kanji for man and woman. Yeah. I don't know them, but I can recognize them. I can them. distinguish them yeah. from each other for, like, the bathrooms and stuff. <laughs> learn the kanji. <laughs> yeah. And you can show off at parties and pretend you know a lot of Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can. Um, that's what I do. <laughs> You learn a couple sentences and everyone's like, oh, that's so amazing. <laughs> no, whenever I do it, I'm like, I can read it. I don't speak a word of it, but I can read it. <laughs> Which is a lie. I speak several words of it. But um, <laughs> I speak enough to get the general idea behind everybody's sentences. Um, Me too, yeah. if I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so quick overview of Broadway Night, I think, and then we'll talk right, about we some of Right, we were going to talk about that. And then we'll talk about some of our campaigns that we do.
That's our dog. Yeah, Mama's And another dog. <laughs> okay, so Broadway night. Our state has a... Which is just the area of our church. Yeah. <laughs> we're not talking about, like, cows. Yeah, we were grilling a steak, and it just got up and sang and danced. <laughs> I wish. Dude, that would make me so happy. <laughs> I'm sorry I killed you. <laughs> Please keep dancing. And... I'm sorry I tortured you. I didn't know you were alive. <laughs> tortured we were... you repeatedly for science. <laughs> we were... Uh, the steak does... Has this one lady who is really the driving force behind it. And uh, they do a Broadway night where they get a bunch of people and they do songs from Broadway and performances. And it has a lot of work put into it, especially by one particular person who does most of the sets. Just lives at the church setting them up for a month. Yeah. <laughs> and then, it, so it's her and him that really do all, most of it. And then everyone else involved practices. Unless you're us and then you show up the day before and help with the set. Yeah, we were doing background stuff. I was working mics because... You know, uh... And then I did the spotlight light, like I did last time. And Warhammer, uh, he is... is that, I forgot we had given him a name already. It was Peanuts and then Warhammer. So, Warhammer came... I forgot why Peanuts. I think we did that one just because it didn't fit at all. Yep. And you wanted to say Peanuts a lot of times. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny little thing. <laughs> and he came the night before, set up all the lights, and then the show happened. Yeah. <laughs> I think he said he was there until like midnight. He was back or there one. until around midnight, and then he came back around six or seven to continue setting up. And, and we he... had a dress rehearsal beforehand that like that started at like nine, and then the show started at twelve. And, and I sat on a ladder, and it was not comfortable. I mean, at least you had root beer. I yeah. <laughs> got Subway, and I had root beer. That was I was standing on the wall, <laughs> setting it down on the wall every once in a while. There was like a little ledge outcropping. Oh okay. No, he just taped it to the wall. <laughs> every time I needed a drink. <laughs> and this ladder, it hurt. <laughs> I got down and almost fell. <laughs> but we just didn't have anything else. Yeah. Okay, something they did that was pretty cool but really annoying for me is they built this stage extension that they put on the stage and so the singers, performers could come out further. They could do stuff in front of the curtain to set up, which was also a thing that ended up being annoying for me. But I couldn't adjust the brightness in between because the, oh. the spotlight won't let you adjust the brightness unless it's on. So I couldn't adjust the brightness in between different songs like I could last time because they had their announcer that came up and I couldn't adjust the brightness when it was off which was really annoying yeah. because I like being able to fade in and out and it was yeah whatever <laughs> and we couldn't find anything tall enough to work the spotlight because the stage was pu pulled forward so they needed the spotlight significantly higher yeah so it was on top of a table that was on top of another table <laughs> It was a spotlight with a fairly long stand on top of a table, on top of a table, and I sat on a ladder in order to use it. Yeah. And then the, the mics weren't too bad. There were a couple times where I wasn't there because I was trying to help and do some other things. And so I wasn't there to set up the mics, to set up the mics right. They were headsets with the little boxes. And one of them was um, the Beast Forevermore. And apparently during the performance, it dropped down behind him. And Warhammer joked that it looked like he pooped out his <laughs> mic box. <laughs> His receiver. And so I was like, oh my gosh. You were so, so I'm pretty upset. sure that most of the cast didn't know I was there. <laughs> Probably. Because I'm behind the spotlight, and that the spotlight is always my least favorite part about performing, because it is blinding. Yeah. And So now you got to be the person blinding people. You're like, revenge! <laughs> well, apparently a lot of people like it a lot, because they don't have to see the audience. I hate it! I, it hurts. <laughs> but, uh, what was I talking about? Okay, uh, I talked to the... One of the announcers, I'll call them announcer's husband and announcer's wife. Okay. And so I was talking to the announcer's wife, and 
she was like, did you enjoy the thing? And I said, yeah, it was fun. Well, I'm glad you came, or it's good thing that you came, or something like that. And I said, I was actually part of the cast. I was working the spotlight. And she was like, oh, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I didn't know you existed, but good job. <laughs> Sorry, I just gotta, gotta rub salt in the wound for comedy's sake. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> and they didn't. It was funny. But... You should have just, like, was that after the first or the second performance? It was when we were leaving after. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, if you were, it was after the first performance, you should have just, like, turned the spotlight all the way up afterwards. Just burn! <laughs> oh, man. But... I want a better spotlight for that. All right. Part mark. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so we're going to... Next part, we're going to be talking about some of the adventures that we have in our home campaigns. Um, like and getting lost. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyways. Not sure if he means tabletop or spending 30 minutes to go 10 minutes. Uh, traveling 5 miles in 15 miles. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about the tabletop ones. But... That is much more not embarrassing for me. <laughs> so let's go with that one. Okay, so uh, social media. Facebook, Tamble, Patreon. Um, all the links are in, the, well, all of our stuff is in the description. We don't have an Instagram yet. Well, they can share it on Instagram. That's true. Share us on Instagram. <laughs> the entirety of the internet will be on Instagram. I don't know if we have Instagram. a Tumblr either. Uh, no, I will never have a Tumblr. Tumblr is evil. So feel no. free to share us on there, <laughs> but we will apparently hiss while you're sharing it there. <laughs> Cursed light of the day star. <laughs> Just hissing randomly throughout the day. What are you doing? Somebody must be sharing the podcast on Tumblr. <laughs> I'm on Tumblr. <laughs> Oh, I'm on Facebook now. <laughs> no, I just don't care for the community on Tumblr at all. They're so easily just... Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, anyways, um, go check us out on part two. Uh, support us on Patreon. And check out... Read up our... on Pruffle Turkey Wisdom. Yeah. Uh, Become well-versed in the ways of the Pruffle Turkey. Check out our website, boxofrandom.net. We'll probably have gamespaz.boxofrandom.net here pretty soon, because that Gamespaz, got uh, We'll talk about that next part real quick before the things, because we need to finish this up. We're already three minutes over. Anyways, have fun, bye. Yay!